At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. My freaking, my, my birth certificate says Pierce County, Washington. So according to some people, like where you're born is, is where you're from. So in this case, I'm, I'm just going to defend not, you know what? No, fuck that, that man. There ain't nothing, nothing wrong with the the East Coast, coast except Dude. the surf sucks. Hey, the no, water's warmer. No. That's nice, hey. but the surf sucks unless you get down to uh to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fun funny thing is like, I can remember uh surfing out in, in Cali, um. Uh, as far down south, of course, as San Diego, as far up north as I, I guess you could call it surfing and, and like Monterey, but not not really. Um, and plus, it's so rocky there. It's hard to find good, good places sometimes. But any, anyways, like my first trip out to the Atlantic Ocean and seeing people with surfboards on these little like two foot things like <laughs> like, dude, you could just like go out there and body like why even sp- spend the money and take up the space for you got to wait on hurricane season to do any t- type of surfing on the mid-atlantic coast it, it seems but yeah yeah whatever what a what a what a great way to way to start a tuesday morning to start off by talking fucking surfing <laughs> Welcome to the show. Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. More on them in a bit. Yeah, like, you know, halfway through the show, because YouTube's going to put, you know, a bunch of uh, ads wherever the the hell they want, and then uh, we'll put them (laughs) halfway through the show. So, (laughs) what's up, Manny? How you doing today, man? Not too bad. Today's the 22nd. 2001 Tuesday right before uh Loki and oh, you, here's a you lucky fuck get to stay up to a these de- de- like that is the <laughs> that is the one benefit modern day of of the west coast is that um when streaming shit drops they usually plan it for like uh uh midnight west coast and I'm like why that that like I get it. They they would get it at nine p.m. But who the f- fuck cares? Why do I gotta wait until three a three a three a.m.? I can't do do that shit. Like I I no, that's wrong. So it sucks that you get to watch it at a decent hour. Uh, Cause I could stay up till midnight. You know, midnight's as I get older, it sucks more. But I could do it. 
<laughs> you know why, Kyle? Because fuck you. That's why, Kyle. <laughs> um, Wait, let me find a Sony story. I am not enjoying the hate co- coming to me. I need to exude on, some on hate a, here. <laughs> on a uh, on a more serious note, because of the fact that we are both on uh, the Cobra Kai podcast that we do. Yes. Today's the 35th anniversary of the Karate Kid. It is indeed, and uh, today uh, it's been a it's been a couple of years since I last saw it, and it's been a little bit longer since Christine had last seen it. Uh, we thought about watching that and uh, two today, or at least uh, watching two also this week because she never did see two or three. So. Oh, she's not missing out that much. Oh, no, no, actually, you know well, what? Well, she's missing out on some things that no. they're using, but... I'm not... I wasn't too... I wasn't too... Three wasn't of, that great. Which one was the one where they go to Tokyo? Was that two or three? I always get the numbers confused. That was two. Yeah, the one where they go to Tokyo. I wasn't mm-hmm. too fond of it. Meet meet the, the girl, and that was the whole, like, you know, that mm-hmm. weird tr- trip that... God, whatever Netflix did with last, last We're season. We're kind of... Uh, I was talking with the buddy last night, and we're thinking maybe we get a trailer today for for season four or something because it would make sense, right? Yeah, I could see it making making sense about but, the t- you know, t- release times and things like that. Yeah, do you know something that I don't don't know? No, just speculating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would be be interested because we we did get the teaser for uh um. What's his name? The the co-founder of Cobra Kai coming in. Mm-hmm. And uh uh so that means that they've got, you know, we know they've been fil- filming for a while. They've got plenty plenty of footage, plenty of time to c- cut something su- something together. Hell, we know the the editors sure sure as hell aren't be- being used to um to uh uh, edit uh, uh, the fucking mo- movies that should have been released last year because apparently <laughs> they're all still coming out with shitty c- CGI sound sound um, mixing and and all of that. <laughs> well, you know um, something else that's coming out today and hopefully comes out within the next hour that we're talking is uh, the new Suicide Squad trailer. Yeah, that would be nice. I'm gonna go ahead and pop pop up Twitter so that way I can keep an eye on uh that. And We're watching you if it does <laughs> c- come out while we are recording, we can do another reaction. Yay! Because I I managed to get our our reaction to that other trailer, the Snake Eyes, in without YouTube treating us like we're we're not a legitimate <laughs> entertainment website that's been around for two two decades. <laughs> Yeah, Thank that you. that's the other thing, dude. We're we we're old as old as fuck. So damn, man. Co- well, Cobra Kai, thirty five. Jesus. Because I'm not as old as Cobra Kai. Are you as old as Cobra Kai? I'm older than Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, then you're old. <laughs> uh, well, older than Karate Kid. We should we should we should say. Uh, not oh, by much. That's, uh, yeah, that's actually but... what I meant. But yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like antagonizing you this morning. Sorry. I, I I I noticed. Like, did someone <laughs> shit in your your cereal? I mean, no. I've been up since five in the morning. And <laughs> you got a kid. You act like that's something new. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, no. You, you know, some I'll get up that early to go to the gym or something. But yeah. Um, I got a question. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got really upset about something that oh. I I read uh last night and I, I sent it to uh the the site 
Cam decided to uh, write about it. We had a brief conversation about it, and it and it deals with with writing, okay? And and um, the so you and I have t- talked about how fans are c- coming into um coming into uh being part of the professionals, right? You know, f- right. fans are are getting to be writers and they're they're getting to be directors and showrunners and and things like that okay sometimes it's really doesn't matter depending on the position and even with certain writers on certain projects it doesn't matter if they have a whole lot of knowledge about the subject that they that they are writing um, you think of n- new IPs, uh, things like maybe police procedurals and th- things like that. You think of writing a, a, a children's c- cartoon series that might, you know, be a, a reboot of like Tiny Toons. Okay, as long as you know what Looney Looney Tunes are, which er- everyone does, you could re- help write and and reboot uh, uh, Tiny Toons because that was all meta on Looney Tunes to to begin with. However, when it comes to modern movie and t- TV projects for things like DC, Star Wars, Star Trek even, I would expect that everyone in the writer's room to have at least seen and or read something from that. Um, especially pertaining to the work that they're they're going to do. Even if they hadn't before, before they like even applied for that job or or the day they get asked, maybe they're in a different, you know, writing room and the day they get asked to be to come over here that they should start researching. But Leslie Headland's Acolyte show for, for Star Wars, she talks about um the the process of getting the the show who they hire wh- why they hire some some uh polit- politics come up but what what caught me is is this right here what i also learned about hiring hiring my room is that everyone's fandom was very different no one had the same experience with star wars there there were people like myself uh that were like later in life dave filoni acolyte and I literally had one writer that was like, I have n- never seen any of them. I have never seen any Star Wars media. And she's texting me before we started the room. She's like, Luke and Leia are brother and sister. What the? And she says it's great uh, because it's fun to know from someone who's not immersed in, in the fandom. Now, I get that idea. And, and Cam kind of was like, well, that point that she, she makes about you know, having this outside point of view, that's what your producers, your your editors, your other d- directors, your casting d- d- directors, your all these other positions that get to look at things from the outside, from a g- general audience end. You're, you also think about your t- test audiences and th- things like that. That's where you get those opinions, those those thoughts, that outside thought. In the writer's room, like I said, with specific things like that, I can't help but feel, man, it is almost irresponsible, especially with Star Wars, as as tenuous as the fandom and the the company is in in their relationship. 
why in God's name would you bring in someone that had never seen Star Wars? Yeah, it, it has so much history that it it, it seems like a, it seems like a horrible idea because you, you'd have to catch somebody up on, I mean, decades of mythology. Uh, that includes not only uh, film, but now television, animated series. And uh, this is going to be comic books, books rooted <clears throat> in the force, dude, like the dark side of the force. So you need to know Palpatine and and his whole his, history to go back further. And yeah. Yeah, because one line, one scenario can you can break years and years of of uh canon of canon and then you have to try and backtrack or gotta call dave Fil- filoni again <laughs> another know, cartoon man. to fix it <laughs> so it, it's it's so it's fun it's it's uh i, I don't know i think what, what do you think like you're being innovative or that someone's going to bring fresh ideas but while it's all you know it's great to have new ideas for certain properties and maybe that don't have that kind of weight, but Star Wars has so much going on Ex- already. Exactly, that, and it's not like Star Trek, where you can, where I feel like you, there's a little bit more wiggle room because they do. Things. They have expanded their universe, so you you right. are right. They can they can because they could be like, oh, this the, they could do a show completely from the Klingon Federation or Klingon Empire point point of view, and not be bound by anything they've done in Star Trek b- before. Yeah, just but Star Wars doesn't have that, um, that luxury because and the and the thing is everyone's so hyper focused too on on everything Star Wars that because because it doesn't come out that so often that everything is is nitpicked. Mm-hmm. I mean to, to to the bone and then regurgitated and nitpicked again. But it, that's just part of that's just part of what it is. And sometimes it's done very tastefully and very well. And other times you have like last three movies <laughs> and, and, you know, it, it just doesn't connect very well. Yeah. So it's, it, it seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> it does. It, it does. And, and like I, I was trying to say to, to, uh, uh, Cam and whatnot, it's, like I get it. Like I get their their point even of being like, oh, you know, we we want to uh, we want to do it because of this fr- fresh perspective. But like I said, there's a there's a dozen other positions around a production where you can get that type of outsider pr- perspective for the writers. Like I said, you you're, you're going to have producers. I'm not quite sh- sure if they're going to do things like th- they've done with Marvel, where it's like one person uh, um, is is the sh- showrunner, and then they do the same thing with the uh, uh, like Mandalorian with the multiple d- directors. But each director can bring in s- some outside insight because uh, the director honestly is is one of those, especially when you look at the way. Mandalorian was done, you know, with Filoni and Favreau, they're writing and show running. Yes, the directors had uh, uh, help with writing some some scenes, adding or or rewriting this this and that. But that's Dave and John's hand. That's their story. And they proved that directors can come in and direct off of those types of 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 scripts and, and and stories. But you gotta have 
those kinds of scripts and stories. And the only way you get those is when you got guys like Dave Filoni and John John Favreau that are fans, like die diehard fans leading the charge. So that means, yeah, sure, you could have a sprinkling of casual noobs, but by God, dude, like, could you could you imagine? them hiring uh uh someone to do um uh what's what's another big su- su- uh DC he- hero they haven't haven't done yet uh um, I don't know but DC's been doing that a lot yeah so I, I was going to say like <laughs> but not not just not just hiring the the regular oh I wasn't a comic book fan at first but look at me I'm do- doing my re- research at least somebody will f- fake the funk with that that but to just straight up admit hey we we have someone that had never read or seen any Star Wars media before stepping foot in the writers room so that means they started doing their research later mm-hmm. on and like the first thing they go through I guess is the the movies maybe the OT because of the the Luke and Leia th- thing but like just uh, it's one of those m- moments where, again, you you look at Disney, you look at D- Lucas Lucasfilm, I sh- should say, and you're just like, what are you, what are you do doing, and why? I, I don't. Some of it just it boggle boggles the mind. The the how how you could do something so smart once and then do something so so stupid the next moment. Well, I mean. Even, even like the bad batch stuff for me personally is getting kind of dry. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've beaten that dead horse. Well, so. yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I mean, God, dude, how much more Clone Wars shit do people want? Well, apparently not that much because it doesn't seem like Bad Batch has been received as well as, you know, you thought it would have been. You do, you know what I think think it is? It's because because like I said on why I didn't get in get into uh uh rebels and or clone clone wars first off uh i have zero emotional connection to the prequel trilogy i was too old you know what i'm saying so i didn't i was 14 when episode one came out i mean it took me too too old because i didn't i didn't uh uh i was too old like go ask people that were nine when that came out they love it like i fucking hated it though though like the first time that I saw it at midnight, I, I walked out and I was like, man, there, that lightsaber was cool. The pod race was cool. I couldn't stand that. Like, I was conflicted. The second time I watched it, I was like, no, this is this is bad. This is a bad mood. This is garbage fucking Star, Star Wars. Like, I remember 99, clearly. I fucking remember 90, 97 and Han shooting second in the special edition, clearly. Uh, b- people that think that there wasn't this outrage at the prequels. In in ninety nine, in 02 and oh five, uh, you're wrong. You're wrong. It was way before Mister Pinkton, Pinkerton, Pink Plankton, whatever the fuck did his his episode one review. P- people hated that movie, and that's what I mean. Like I was I was too. I didn't get the kiddingness of it. So when the the uh, Clone Wars cartoon comes out, everyone that has because I have kids later in in life too. Everyone that either was into the prequels or or had kids that were getting into that that cartoon were like hey look it fixes the the prequels it makes Anakin and and Obi-Wan's relationship real and actually matter so that that way Mustafar is is actually 
got some emotional weight to it, unlike fucking George Lucas's shitty-ass fucking writing for three goddamn films. Um, but I never had that, that connection, so each time one of those cartoons come out and each time we get a Clone Wars story, I'm, I'm just like, I don't, I can't, I can't care. I never had a kid young enough when the shows were, were coming out for them to get into it, for me to get into it with, with them, and I had no emotional connection to the prequel trilogy, so it just, that and the animation, dude, why such shitty C CGI? You got Star Wars money, Star Wars fucking money out the ass, and you're, you got like this blocky HD N64 shit going on. What the Well, well you fuck? know it, you know it was 99, right? Like before, like, what Clone Wars? Oh, Clone Cartoon. Wars. Sorry. Oh, I, yeah. First, first no, 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 no. I the the CGI Lucas did. We can all appreciate what he put, pushed forward, but then we can mm -hmm. all be very angry at him for just doing too much of it in in episodes two and three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I I I really appreciated the storytelling in like Rebels and, and Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was dragged out too long. Mm. Um, there, there's some moments that are very, very good. And then some moments that just drag the heck on. Uh, so uh, so with uh, with Bad Batch, I thought I was going to just be all in and excited and, and gung-ho about it. And then I think it was like three or four episodes into it. I'm like, this is kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, And I hated feeling that way because i want more star wars content but i was like uh all right it's almost like um it's almost like raving how good the mandalorian is but mm -hmm. then realizing that three quarters of the time he's just walking around um and then you do yeah. you do have great moments don't get me wrong uh i thought that bill burr had such a fantastic moment oh yeah as a that scene trooper. with that the, was with the uh officer at the such that was oh. so so well done oh. and, um <laughs> so it has it so it has its, its phenomenal moments the end mm -hmm. where boba fett comes back and and take and you know kind of takes over on tattooing and you know what's funny is i don't know if you're reading uh the the uh, the book right now on, on the mm -hmm. special that they're doing on 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 uh, boba fett no uh but you get you get a hint as to why he's so pissed off at them, mm. and uh, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to say it because if you, if you're reading it, uh, War of the Bounty Hunters, uh, it's actually a it, it's a light bulb moment, and uh -huh. it's it's it connects so well. And then you can start put and you can start putting together the pieces as to, oh, all right. So he's had it in for for Jabba, and and his uh, his lackeys for a while now, because of this. Makes sense, I guess. So. Yeah. Uh, it's exciting. It's fun. And I was telling Jace, I was like, what a way to connect the current Star Wars lore in on Disney Plus with something that happened between Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and in the comic book. I, I was like, this is the kind of this is the kind of this is the kind of content we need and want. It's it's some of these stories that we didn't get that don't necessarily affect affect the outcome. But that are interesting enough to keep readers engaged. Yeah. Because there's so much because because what we learned from like the Mandalorian, uh, there's so much we can learn from Boba Fett and what happened. Mm -hmm. And you can put in that story and still get to the same point um at in Return of the Jedi. 
but the adventure in itself is is 100% worth the read. So that's where I'm at right now with um War of the Bounty Hunters is is uh is that awesome connectivity that it all has together with classic movies, current TV shows, comic books. And see that's that's the fun, funny thing is is back in in 2014 when they erased the the EU and they said, "Hey, we're going to do this, you know, all brand new only the Clone Wars cartoons and the six live action films are uh, canon. You know, um, we're going to do that because our continuity is going to be, be better. It's going to be more streamlined, makes sense, yada, yada. And they e- immediately went off with doing nothing with it. Um, they, they, the first book they released, Heirs to the Jedi or whatever the fuck, or one of the first books they, they released was uh, Heirs to the Jedi, clearly trying to play off Heir to the Empire uh, title for for uh, Timothy Zahn's uh, uh, original Thrawn trilogy. Um, clearly, and it takes place in between uh, three and four, so they're like, oh, let's do the, the Shadows of the Empire bit and fill in some some gap gap but what they ended up doing was telling a whole bunch of nothing stories with zero consequences not even not even for for characters but zero consequences for for the galaxy because they were too damn fucking scared of what they didn't know what they were going to do with the first order and and Mm. and the uh uh resistance um, they said that after aftermath would you know the the road to to force awakens would explain uh at least the the politics nope still don't know two fucks about shit about the goddamn fucking first or and talk about fucking convolute you know han han is married in uh uh episode four apparently to someone that we don't meet in the the solo movie someone that we don't meet uh, uh, anywhere, you know, uh, except in this, this ran- random comic and then never mentioned again. And I just, it was my, my, and this is somehow become an episode of the Cantina. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was just my mind boggling to sit there and see Disney say, we're throwing away something cause it's too messy and then make something too, too messy of their own. So to actually, because the original EU, while it had, it's it's messes the main store storyline that you could follow through the the big event series books you know like you had your 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 x-wing books and your thrawn trilogy your jedi academy trilogy new new jedi order like following that type of uh thread through it it was it was pretty good pretty pretty solid not always the best story but the canon was was pretty good dizzy just they don't give two two fucks anymore. They've pretty much t- just decided that they're gonna pick and choose. They can't. It's it, what it, pa- Pablo Hidalgo said. Said it so, something like the canon is whatever it needs to be, and I don't like that mentality at all. Like that is a sh- that is a lazy mentality, M- Manny. What do you think? The canon is whatever it needs to be. You're muted, by the way. Yeah, I, I think that that is super lazy because. Uh, you, you know, you're not respecting what comes before you, and more than, and more importantly, you're not respecting the fans who have taken the time and effort to learn the lore, to learn the mythology, and and to be immersed in 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 what Star Wars is and what it means to them. 
they may have latched onto a character or an idea uh, along the way. And then for someone to just come along and say, yeah, yeah, no, nah, that didn't happen. Or, you know, get something Brett Connor changed or the interpretation of it is defined differently, I think is disrespectful uh, overall. Uh, so it's it just, I, I, I like Star Wars a whole lot better when it wasn't owned by Disney. <laughs> just because it, it feels like they, it was, it was seen more of that, uh, that really valuable holy grail item that Indiana Jones is after. Mm-hmm. And I feel like anyone who touched it at that point had more of, had more respect. For, not, not to say that they don't have it now, right. but now it's so commercialized and baby Yoda and Disneyland Disney world. Yeah. It's like and the, the, the focus on it is so much more commercial than it is actually on I mean, just just look at some of the stuff they've put out lately, man. We talked about Bad Batch. Uh, the solo film was... Resistance cartoon um, a couple years ago was tr- trash. Yeah, just... And then and then now, I mean, some of, some of the... Don't get me wrong, Dr. Dr. Afra has, has been great. But you're, you're putting out Darth Maul books left and right. You're putting out Darth Vader books left yeah, and right. Yeah, you reboot that every two years. Um, and, and just, I mean... It, it, it for me, it's kind of lost its luster and and it's and it's kind of that that's such a like that feeling of of oh man I, I like <clears throat> even even when nine came out obviously we didn't know what was going to happen not nine sorry uh, seven, seven came out yeah we didn't know obviously we didn't know about all the terrible things that were going to happen going forward but when that John Williams score hit man. And it hadn't hit for for so long. Mm-hmm. That that's a that's a feeling right there. That that's that's Star Wars. That's and and I don't think it has it anymore because you hear it all the time now, and and with with shows. And yeah, I, I get, they don't do it on TV shows and everything, but the whole idea is there. Yeah, and and it's always in your face. And uh, I do like the Disney Disney Plus Star Star Wars intro, the flashing lights and the d- different. Oh no, that's yeah, that, that's really like, cool. That was nice. Um, I'm not. No, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Oh either. no, 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 no. I was just. What I'm saying is that it's, it. <clears throat> it's so commercialized now. You have a baby Yoda right behind you. Yep. Right now, right now, my daughter in her room has one, two, three, four baby Yodas on her bed, <laughs> and 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 uh, but you don't know. And this is me sounding old and nerdy, but you don't know anything about Yoda or where he comes from, or, or how important he is to it. And and then the other thing is, um. We we're kidding ourselves if we think that we're going to get rid of the star the Star War the Skywalker saga anytime soon. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, we are stuck there. I mean, and... look the 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 Yoda is one of my uh, uh, biggest issues with Star Wars. Uh, not the character, just his life, um, his lifespan. He's nine nine hundred years old when he when he dies in in Jedi. Okay, so that means you literally have to go back almost a thousand years from Return of the Jedi to get to a time b- before Yoda, which is why the High Republic. I was pissed as fuck when I learned it's like a hundred some odd years uh, before. Like really, 
And yeah, they sure as hell do use Yoda. Actually, they make Yoda pretty pretty much the whole reason why Palpatine's able to 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 come to power and why the Jedi fall. They they basically shit all over Yoda, just like Disney shit all over Han Solo. I don't I don't know why they hate you, Han. You remember Solo so when much. they put Yoda in Dead or Alive? No, I don't. The fighting game. I know the fighting game. I don't yeah, remember him. He was. Him a, being, he, was a, he was. A, I think it was like this. This is right when they were doing like. Uh, let me see. Attack of the Cl- Clones. When, I think when so. He did this stupid lightsaber fi- fight? And was it Dead or Alive? There was a there was a video game. Uh, I'm probably wrong. Well, while you look it up, we'll take a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Oh, Soul Calibur, my bad. Oh, okay. Soul Grow Calibur. Generation, I think I do remember where that. the pros go to grow. Grow Generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. Yeah. No, it's Soul yeah. Calibur 4. Soul Calibur, okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, thank you to our sponsor. We appreciate it. Um, and I have a, it's kind of a tech Tuesday topic for you, man. Yes. Um, I was going to get there, but what do you, what do you got? So it's, it's something that I've been reading online in the last 24, 48 hours. That kind of, kind of upsets me. Does it really matter? No, <laughs> it's a first world problem, but the idea that Disney, and I don't think they're going to actually do it, but that Disney doesn't have a plan to release any of their Marvel studio shows or star Wars content on Blu-ray or DVD. Mm. Um, what the heck? Uh, <laughs> apparently they've been quoted before and I'll I'd have to look it up. I should have had it up already, but they've been quoted saying that why would, why would we do that when it's so easily accessible on our streaming services? Right. And I'm like, you don't understand. Number one, it's a physical copy. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, uh, I'm sure that the quality of what I'm watching is going to be better. Yes. If you've got the right stream setup. It. Yes, absolutely. So, a thousand. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not give two fucks if that uh, Netflix or or Disney Plus thing says 4K Ultra 8, 8. It could say whatever it wants. You are still limited by your homes, uh, yeah. your internet service providers bandwidth, your home ne- network bandwidth, and the fact that regardless of what it says, there is compression at yeah. the server end, at the host end. There, there is already compression before it even hits the line to come t- to your house. So yes, for the best audio and best video experience on your OLED TVs, on your your NanoCell and and QLED TVs is absolutely going to be physical media every day all day. Or yeah. a fully downloaded uncompressed version. But dude, that's <laughs> an uncompressed Blu-ray alone can be up to 50 gigabytes the uncompressed 4k ultra hd um, you don't have you don't have the ssd for it okay guys <laughs> not on yeah, your xbox it's, it's um it's 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 the idea that uh especially if there's people and, and obviously there, there's there's thousands and thousands of people just as passionate as you are about quality 
which is mm-hmm. great. It's just fine because you, you understand and and it's you, for me. And yeah, it's for you. <clears throat> but but you and understand and appreciate the art that went into into making making the film or television show for, in, in a certain quality. Mm-hmm. And even even if you like hardwire your internet and not use Wi-Fi, you know there there's so many limitations that mm-hmm. like you just mentioned. And you're never going to get that optimal picture quality that you can probably get in a Blu-ray, mm-hmm. in a hard copy of of the film. And I think it does a disservice also to to fans who are collections, who make collections. There's people who have every DVD of <clears throat> everything that's come out in the Marvel universe, um, and Star Wars too. I mean, yeah, if people are going to buy these damn things. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, <clears throat> so I, I, think... I wish I could right now. I would buy WandaVision on, on Blu ray. Yes, I could have it there on the thing, but hopefully they would add all of the extras and some more, you know. Uh, but I would love to see see that fully, fully do- done correct, correctly, <laughs> you know, optimized on for, for high def uh, 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 viewing. Heck yeah, do do a, even like do a pre-order thing where where you have to pre-order it and then do a run or something. It's not the the benefits outweigh the um the risks and everything because people people are going to buy it. Oh, you know what? I want a hard copy for my shelf. Yeah. And yeah. And, and I want to put it next to the other uh Marvel movies that I mm-hmm. already have. Cuz I I do mine and uh so, so everybody's <laughs> got their own way way if you've got the Infinity Saga on Blu-ray, everyone's got a different way of how they put it in order on their shelf. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do alphabetical. That's that's how I do it. So alphabetical by series. So it's you know uh, uh, A Avengers. You know one two three four, and then you know B C Captain America's movies one two three. So that's how mine are are done. So it's like Ant Man. One and two, the Avengers films, uh, then the Captain America, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange. That's how I, I do do mine. I know some people do like release order, chronological order. It's cool, you know. The uh, to to kind of tie in into into that that idea of of physical media and and uh. Um, streaming and pe- people just the the biggest thing I I can I can tell people is is that money pr- price doesn't always mean b- better when when you look at 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 home home entertainment you got to look at what do you you care care about what are you most mostly watching because b- believe it or not. With all the different types of panels out there today for for televisions, you almost have to pick a TV for for the room and the programs that that are going to be watched in it. Uh, until OLEDs can re- really solve their their image burn or go, go, ghosting issues, I can't can't rem- remember which one I'm supposed to to say for for that. It's uh, burn, burn in image burn image burn. Um, uh, and so you can solve things like that, and then uh, input latency. 
like OLED still isn't going to be the the best thing in the world for gaming. An IPS monitor like uh, LG's nano cells are are going to be better, but for mo- movies, especially in a dark room, that IPS panel is actually going to uh, p- pale in comparison to like a, a a Samsung LED backlit panel uh, for for a darker room. It's it, it all it's like getting th- that specific, man. Like if you watch sports, if all you're watching is soap operas and and YouTube vi- videos. 1080p, 60 hertz, $200 for, like, 45 inches, boom, bedroom TV, done, you know? (laughs) Yeah, because in some some cases, you might be overpaying. Oh, God, yes. Oh, God, yes. Like, like we we talked about it so many times, but it's the perfect example. The unexperienced gamer, or quote-unquote gamer, that buys a 65-inch TV because they think it's going to give them a better... Uh, gaming experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they've no, got their PC actually... <laughs> hooked up to it, and they're wondering why they've got latency issues, and what the hell is P- PC mode on the TV? How do I change the picture quality? Because the color settings on that default really suck, so they don't use it, and yeah. <laughs> or just the fact that your your vision can't handle 65 inch. You, well, that too. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's too big, but you might be overpaying for what you want. If you want some, you know, just stay with stand. But then again, also some some people just want the, the 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 most expensive because they they like you said they think it it automatically means quality when if you, if you don't have the right components with it then it can then it can, so <clears throat> what good is it if if you have it if you have if you live in a terrible place for internet or 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 you have it that is up, it. Great example, Manny. All the way, all, all the way in the other side of the house, and your and your Wi-Fi box, uh, your your router is on the you know on the basement. You, you mean that there's 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 people out there that want and and have a 4K capable device, but not necessarily a way to get the 4K over the air or over the internet content. So the only way that their device c- can actually be fully utilized is by physical media? Physical media. No, no. <laughs> no way. Mm-hmm. Like then, in Nebraska? Kansas? And, or and then, Arkansas? Uh, Up, yeah, and, upstate and, New York? No, no. Liar. Think, think about your sound system. If you have, if you have different, you know, a, different home theater systems, a physical copy usually includes a variety of different audio tracks that allow you to to fully immerse yourself depending on what setup you have. Mm-hmm. It's not something you're going to get on Netflix. <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, audio codecs are, are are a big deal. And people people don't even realize uh, like how to go into their, their TV and change. Uh, uh, like if you're using the... Um, ARC or EARC HDMI, which allows you to to basically send your audio channel uh, through the TV down and to your audio visual box, like your Yamaha box or whatever you've got for for surround sound, if you've got that type of setup. And then whatever else you plug into that AV box doesn't require a second audio uh, out from from the TV. That one can work both ways, okay? Okay. with with those 
your your you can actually people don't even know to go in and change you know the difference between a PCM or or a, a bitstream out output so they can get access to D Dolby D Digital Plus DTS uh, Aquos whatever the fuck uh, all these different audio codecs and which you you're right some of them are are older and can only put out five five point one channels you know uh, three mm -hmm. the uh, two front center two re rear plus sub then you've got the the seven point one you've got the uh oh god the the shit that can do vir virtualization with spatial um but all of those audio codecs they're listed on the back of your physical media go go try to find right now all the codecs how to access them can you select which one is going to output output because on physical media you can on on these other streamings they i've already looked into a few of them at least a few movies it's more more limited they select what is the the they select what is best for the the streaming the for the bandwidth for the 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 smoothness of surface it for for one one last example i have a ps4 pro right the one of the biggest things about it was 4K ga gaming, right? It's upscaled. It, it's good. I, I like I like it. I won't get into too many of the specifics, but the games that su supported the 4K uh, gaming only supported at 30 frames per second. I will never... <laughs> <laughs> Unless I I'm playing like emulating you know old old games or I'm playing on a CRT, I don't play shit at thir thirty frames a second. Okay, my eyes can't. It looks choppy as hell for gaming. Even though a movie film is what twenty twenty four frames per second, I can watch that all day. It looks fluid. It looks natural. But the CGI images like Final Fantasy fifteen on quality mode 30 frames a set nope nope shit that back down to 1080 60 fra frames minimum thank you thank you very much yeah all, all of that matters man so no physical media for, for no plans for physical media from disney's plus movies and and dear god what do you... it's, funny, it's funny because you don't you don't some people don't think of it as a big deal because oh well i'm just going to stream it yeah but... If you have a if you have a home because I mean when when you have a TV like that a, th a home theater system like that uh, and and all and all the gadgets and gizmos you you want to to invest in the best quality content so that you can enjoy it for what you bought it for and not for whatever you're limited to by your a your router the internet provider your area uh, etc mm -hmm. and so. And at um, the mercy of their of their ser servers, what oh, happens yeah. when their shit go goes down? You know. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but I I don't I I think it's a temporary thing. I think they're they're eventually have no choice but to release it anyway. Um, I but, I hope so. Yeah, but the arrogance though that now nah, we don't need to release it. I I was gonna say like I I. Saw Raya and the Last Dragon on on Blu-ray sales. You know you can stream that right now for for uh, no no additional cost. Try not to say free, but you know, uh, 
the, the you know what it's coming down down to is is just the fact that uh products so we used to have two two things in 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 in, in um con, con, consuming you used to consume products or consume services uh products things were made someone made a can of this carbonated beverage i i just consumed the the product someone created the the application we're, we're using to uh uh stream and video chat to each other that's a ser- service we're we're currently consuming people have found a way to turn products into services product as a service is a is a thing now we used to get our media as a product i bought the blu-ray i owned or you know the vhs or whatever like that i owned it i was even legally allowed to make a backup copy of it yes you still are allowed to back up your uh physical media that you own but it's physical media that you own the whole purpose of this this thing dude is to get everything almost every product basically as a service so that they constantly own it and they're constantly getting money for because you could love this one disney movie and you buy it and then the next five disney movies come out and suck and you don't buy them so they get no money from you right but if you only can access that movie on disney plus every year you're buying that movie essentially yep and i mean this is something that you see in tech also with like word and and photoshop and and yeah you used to get windows office 97 and you could keep it for years 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 before you would update to like maybe 2003 right oh and you've got a new laptop or something yeah but it was yours subscription which is the stupidest thing but, but it's smart it's smart business yes but for a consumer it's stupid because you technically don't own anything anymore. if you if they would still offer but like i dude i get it there there's lots of people that are like i only need word and powerpoint i don't need d- database i don't need a- excel i don't i don't i just need word and and powerpoint the idea of being able to yearly at a at a decent price pay for just that when you think you know buying full office back in the day you know 99 199 149 depending on the the additions and stuff i i could kind of get that you know but i still want the opportunity to shell out that you know say 150 bucks for the whole suite for for me for for good my code that i i use and and that's mine but no, no. So you know what I do instead? I went open source and I own and use my own uh, uh, Office Libre, LibreOffice. I always forget which order. I think it's LibreOffice. But that that I da- downloaded a copy. I put it on a CD if I want or a fl- flash drive if I want wanted to, and it's it's there forever. And I. <laughs> And it's fully compatible with Microsoft, and that's the the best part about it. Is I don't even need Microsoft. You guys, you guys basically like push yourselves out of out of the 
market with with doing things the way that that they had done. So it it is what it is. Did you know that there's uh like um the last part on this this products as a service that there are cars right now, including I think tes- Tesla's one of one of them that have features that are built into to the car, but you have to subscribe to get. These features include things like heated seats, remote start. It's built in the car. It's already in there. The devices are in the seats. They're in the engine, the ignition, the electronics. All of that is already there. But you got to get a subscription. So it's like having the LT, the LT2, and the, and the LX packages all in one car. But instead of buying, you know, an LT or, or, or an LX or whatever, <laughs> you got to subscribe to it. That's horrible. Horrible. But man, how, long until, how, how long until we're doing four, four, fourth party uh, hacks on the cars? I I don't I <laughs> it, like when Nvidia says oh or or uh um uh, yeah when in, Nvidia says oh no no one will be able to mine crypto past uh uh this this limiter on our on our new new GPUs okay so yeah they they managed to mine past the limiter but next next time oh, okay so ne- yeah they did it that time too but anyway ways yeah uh the funny thing is is the 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 argument was well think about it. You'll save money during the summer when you don't use the the heat warmer or the heat seater uh 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 subscription. Motherfucker, I bought it. It was already there if it was included in the price. I just don't use it during the su- summer. There's there's no saving money. You're you're getting more m- money from me over the lifetime of the fucking car. Brilliant business fucking model. Capitalist pig pig in me loves it. Holy shit, that is some f- fucking inhuman abuse of authority. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh. it's, um, it sucks, but yeah, it, it's because it's such a streaming world. I wouldn't be surprised if, if uh, we continue to dwindle down from like Blu-ray releases and stuff like that because they want you to, to just yes be subscribed and stuck. Yes, yes. Yes, and just wait. It's not going to be long. I'm, I'm guessing we'll, we're going to hear about about the announcement and the announcement of a of a Disney um, Disney uh, owned owned theater uh, in the not not too too distant future. I'm going to take yeah, one look. theaters. I, I I think that that'll happen first. Oh yeah, that's that's coming. I'm going to take one last look and see if Su- Suicide Squad tweeted out anything. Nah. They didn't. Let's wrap wrap today's episode up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, please be sure to check out check out the website lrmonline.com every day for all of your entertainment news, needs, and, and opinions. If you are watching us on YouTube, thank you so much. Please hit that red subscribe button if you haven't. Give us a thumbs up or thumbs down, wh- whatever. If it's thumbs down, tell us what we did did wrong, uh, so that way we can tell you what you're wrong on. Um, because it's me and Manny, and it's the genre verse. It's the daily cup of fucking genre. And uh, then go do the uh podcast network. Because if you're listening on audio, you should hit the follow button, download, stream, select, what all. Up, up, down, down, left and right. Uh, we got a lot of really great, great shows, guys. They could cover Marvel, Star Wars, anime, uh, 
Um, Breaking Geek Radio is a, is a variety show, show like this with uh, unique perspectives from uh, Nick, jo- Jonesy, Jammer, and Danny. Uh, I believe that's the, the main main crew over there. And then, of course, guys, on that YouTube channel, which Manny's about to talk about, is some ama- amazing interviews with cr- creators and celebrities. And just no one is talking to people like we do in the numbers that we do. Manny, what's up, man? Dude, absolutely. Um, I, I dare to say we probably have one of the highest amount and quantity interviews all, all of, um, in all of pop culture right now between uh, gig nancy and i which is unbelievable we do everything everything from animated shows on nickelodeon to uh interviewing chefs that have been with gordon ramsay on uncharted uh, some of the contestants from lego masters uh, we just wrapped up luca we just wrapped up launchpad um we have uh, we did all all the interviews for in the heights with all those amazing actors and actresses we have spanish interviews uh, uh gig right now currently has been working with uh, tribeca uh, films so i mean at the end of the year you can look back also and see that we've a lot of those oscar nominated actors actresses and, and producers directors we've talked to them and so uh we we did we try not to leave anything out too it doesn't matter independent uh big studio wb disney and everything in between we're talking to them because if you're passionate about film you're passionate about television we want to hear from you there you go. All right, guys. Uh, you can see on YouTube our social media below. If you can't, at that comment on Twitter, at uh, LRM underscore uh, uh, Emmanuel on Twitter. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Give us a follow. Let us know what you, you would like to see on the Daily Cup of Genre. And until then, we'll talk to you next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.